What's up, everybody, and welcome to Pillow Talk Moments with the Mobleys. I am Johnny Mobley Jr. I said I am Johnny Mobley Jr. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure out. Sure. Yep, I'm still his doggone uh, wife. I'm about hey, to y'all. say, you need to figure out pretty quick. I figured it out. And we're something like an ordinary couple. With extraordinary purpose. Need you to figure it out real quick. I figured it out, Nate Mobley. Oh. They said you finna call me somebody else. I was. You need to start this over? Nope. Oh. Great morning. Mind, right? Great morning to you. What's going on with you? I'm well. Blessed, highly favored, on top and still rising. Mm-hmm. Still giggling. <laughs> no, it's Kiki. It's not hoo hoo hoo. Why can't I have my own thing? Why has it got to be what yours, what you want it to be? And that was that, I'm rewinding it. No, don't rewind it. And this is this is how you know you need couples counseling. <laughs> well, y'all, I prime guess that example. leads us into prime example. So today we are actually talking about this part two. Yes, it of is. why you should when you know it's time that you need to go to somebody couch. And sit on it. Well, the question is, mm-hmm. should you go to couples counseling? Part two. So Is that what it's called? It's part two, yes. Okay. So we're going to run off the the five that we talked about last week. We're not going to go into detail about them because they're pretty lengthy and heavy. Right. So we're just going to be a, do a quick review by simply naming them. Because so, you know you'll get involved. <clears throat> so... First one we talked about was when the trust has has been been broken. broken. Yes. You helping me? I'm helping you, baby. (laughs) I'll always be here to help you. Can you give us a a small summary of what that is? No, because you're going to want me to. It's self-explainable. Do you think so? Yeah, when the trust has been broken in in the relationship. Well, we'll say this. Just go, go, go back to the part one and listen to it. We explain in detail what that is. The first five. Okay. Number two. Go ahead. Arguments are getting more frequent. Mm-hmm. You're arguing more in the relationship. They're happening often. <laughs> you get on each other's nerve a lot more right. than what you used to. You need to go see somebody. Just talk. Just, Just talk. Right. Just need to talk. Right. With somebody else in the room. That's all. Exactly. You ready for number three? Mm-hmm. The communication is poor. Mm-hmm. I can't talk to you because you don't listen. Or you listen to respond and not to understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you say stuff. It's breaking down. That you say stuff and you just leave keywords out. Right. We can't communicate. I, I told you that the other day. There's no communion. But I told you that the other day. We can't talk to each other. All right. Go see somebody. Number four. Okay. Something definitely feels wrong, but you're not sure what or why. Yeah. There's you know a- something feels off kilter. You know it's not. There's no balance in Did the you relationship. Did you just say kilter? Mm-hmm. Okay. Is Go that ahead. not a word? That's a word. Go okay. ahead. I just wasn't ready for it. Go you ahead. You ready for it? No. Always be ready for me. I'm, I'm ready for you. I just different. wasn't ready for the word. Oh, be ready for the word in season and out of season. I got you. That's not biblical. But go ahead. Go ahead. Something is definitely feels wrong, <laughs> but you don't know what and you don't know why. Y'all not in sync. You know, there, yeah. is, there's is something's off. Yeah. Go see somebody. And number five. There is something you want your partner to know, but you've been unable to tell them. Yeah. So number number four and number five begins to get into a little 
get a little deeper into what a, a problem or issue may be mm-hmm. in your relationship. Um, and a lot of the stuff is is real and it's just not talked about. And sometimes you got to go and talk stuff out because you don't know, uh, you're not equipped. You don't know what it may be. So seeing a counselor is not a bad, horrible thing. So just don't think that seeing a counselor or a therapist is a bad thing. It's not. We talked about it last week. Mm-hmm. Pre-maintenance, it's premarital. If you have issues, you go get all change in your car on a regular basis, rather just when you know it needs it. So once you done did those miles or those years or you feel something is a little tense or whatever, go sit down and talk to somebody. Right. People you trust. And counseling don't have to be, yeah, they need to be certified people. Don't don't just talk to anybody. They need to be people who can help you. Um, people who you see in their life, they're doing stuff. Real folk, man. Just just get help from real folk. So today we're moving on to number six. Number What's six. number six, babe? One or both of you becomes dysfunctional during a conflict. Cray cray. Dysfunctional. Have we been dysfunctional during a conflict? During a conflict? We have been dysfunctional. I believe we have. Yeah, we were. You I, were. I believe it. I, I, I was. That we was were. Coming. Yeah. I knew you were going to say me. Well, yeah. There's a difference. You're looking up in the air like you're remembering <laughs> something. What, what, what? You was looking up in the air like you was remembering something. What, 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 what was that? The dysfunctionality of how our relationship used to be when, um, when we couldn't communicate, when we couldn't talk. When we couldn't, you know, agree, there was a lot of arguing at one point. You know, we were just, everything was off. Yeah. And so, you know, I think with me, when when we talk about this, you used to come and want to talk and I used to cry. I yeah. mean, in, in some instance, I don't know that that would be called dysfunctional, but we it, it just used to stay off for us. Yeah. You know, a lot of times. But that, that, that caused something completely different. I, I right. would say something like, um a dysfunction is when i'm trying to think if we ever had a dysfunctional a dysfunctional 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 i would i would say a dysfunctional is more like i I don't know why i'm thinking about the kevin hart stand-up when kevin said him and his 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 girl he had a part said him and his girl got in an argument Uh and he'll say he said something crazy like Every time I come in, you got the microwave on. You getting on my nerve. You always had the microwave on. You need to turn the microwave off. And then he walk off and then walk out and like storm out and take his keys. And it's like, that's like a dysfunctional moment because you're so upset. You're so mad to where you get to a point to where what you were angry about or what you was mad about doesn't really have the, I guess, the, the value to the level you want to take your anger. So you just call out anything. AKA cray cray. Yeah. You crazy. You just yeah. call out anything. Yeah. You 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 just you just you just punch four five holes in the wall for no reason. You just So I see you have something up um on your on your screen. You wanna read it, babe? Because what does that say? A dysfunctional relationship? Yeah. Is that explaining what it is? One or both partners often feel little conflict about entering the other's private world without permission. Huh. What else, babe? They believe that the partner is always 
is also theirs without question or concern. They believe that what is their partners is also theirs without question or concern. Mm -hmm. That can apply to material things, thoughts, feelings, plans, or desires. That might be a that is that a, that's some type of psychological yeah, that might be a glitch little, right there. That's a little more in depth. <laughs> Jesus, that was a pretty yeah, that was pretty deep right there. I don't know if that is that would be. We then we we were nowhere near a dysfunctional relationship. I don't relationship. think we was like that. No, I don't think we were nowhere near that. So we take that back, y'all, because <laughs> clearly that is not what dysfunctional and I, and I, is. And that and that was a definition of dysfunctional relationship, right? So that that's more of a the connection and the ongoing <laughs> of consistent dysfunction. Right, 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 right. So. um and that that could be a reason you go you need to go see counseling as well. Yeah, because in all actuality, just, just the word dysfunctional says not operating normally or yeah. properly. Yeah, that, yeah, I would take that more for yeah. more for what we're talking about now. The other dysfunctional relationship is more of a a psych, that was a psychological. Um, yeah, and but it's still just is equivalent to crazy. It is. That's just a, crazy a whole deeper level of it. Yeah. So the yeah. dysfunctional. Is not operating normally, right? Or ab, right? Or abnormally? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we had a lot of that. Did we? <laughs> yeah, that that we had a lot of. Listen. So it says um, sometimes. Wait a minute, I'm on the wrong thing. Hold up. Okay, so um, in John Gottman's research. Um, that how a couple handles conflict is one of the best predictors of whether their relationship will go the distance. Um, maybe you or your partner shuts down, lashes out, or gets vengeful or passive aggressive. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, unfortunately, there is no shortage of dysfunctional ways to handle conflict, which serves to make the original problem that much worse. Yeah. So, yeah, you or your partner shuts down, lashes out, or gets vengeful or passive aggressive. So yeah, I would say that that has a lot to do with number four, and number five. So if you got something that's going on that's underlying and you know it's an issue there, but you just don't know what it is or you don't try to go and get it talked about, mm -hmm. then it's almost like you're upset, you're frustrated about something and you have a conversation and you you just it, the conversation is always tense now. Mm hmm. Because that underlying thing you don't talk about or you didn't know it bothered you that much or you didn't know. Listen, y'all, This the relationship with your spouse is an ongoing, growing, evolving, maturity thing. It does not stop. So you have to make sure that you, you dive in, that you get the help that you need, that you talk, you have good insight, that you get imparted to, you know, from a, a positive place, from a solutional place not from a, a place, healthy place yeah too. not a place of details getting pulled out you need to know what it is mm -hmm. but you need to have a solution a as well right don't ever take advice that gives that points out the problem but does not have a solution for you right because that does you no good to know what's wrong but don't know how to fix it yeah know yeah. what's wrong and don't know where to go from there that does you no good you just know what's wrong and you stay in doing what's wrong. Yeah. You just know the name of it now. Yeah. So you always have to look for a solution when you're dealing with this stuff. And counseling can give you that. Right. Counseling can give you that. 
Number seven. Number seven. You have gone through something devastating that is changing the way you connect with each other. Oh. What you think that could be? Something devastating? Yeah. Hmm. Sometimes the cruel double whammy of a setback Mm -hmm. in life is that it's not just a setback itself that hurts, but also the effects, the effect it has on a marriage Mm -hmm. or a partnership. Mm -hmm. Many couples go through separation separate ways after they heartbreak, the heartbreaking loss of a child, Mm -hmm. for instance. Other times, it's long-term unemployment, a health crisis, a health crisis mm-hmm. or turmoil within one of the partner's families or origin. You might not think you might not think of going to couple counseling in the wake of something so big happening. After all, you have enough to worry about as it is. But keep your bond. But keeping your bond strong. You need to lighten up, put more light on your screen. No, I need to bring the screen to in front of me. Oh, but keeping your bond strong in your relationship can only serve to unite you and give you additional strength to weather the storm that comes. So they're just saying, like, you know, outside situations can happen, you know, that can affect the actual relationship or put stress on the relationship. Yeah. So you know what I'm saying? And, and it, instead of it bringing you closer together, it may cause a wedge in between it. So I'm going to tell you what I'm going to tell you what I believe. I, mm-hmm. I believe if certain things happen like unemployment, like if a man who's married has been working providing. Right. And they just got married and he loses his job. And this is the perfect time to talk about this because with COVID-19. It's happening now. Going, so you lose your job. And you literally see certain things in your life that is normal begin to disappear. So, and you being the man, you're supposed to provide, have security for your family. Right. Protect. You're supposed to do all these things. Now, it was tough already at one point in time. Now, it's harder. Right. So, the frustration of that, the frustration of, of trying to become the man you need to be for your family, not necessarily knowing your purpose, not necessarily knowing who you are yet in life, not necessarily knowing a lot of things in manhood. So moving forward and having all these things happen, Mm -hmm. plus still having the same stuff with your wife, your kids, you know, the daily stuff that goes on. And now you got the the heavy stressors of not having a job, unemployment, you having money issues, you having financial problems, you can't pay for certain things, all those things. Certain things that you possess. If you're not, if you're not in a good place in a relationship, a man can't talk. I don't know a man. I don't know a man. I probably know three men right offhand right now that I know personally that can talk about their insecurities with their wife. Mm-hmm. Three men right off the top of my head right now in my life at 48 years old. Mm-hmm. And that's not including me. Mm-hmm. But that can talk to their wife about their insecurities. Mm-hmm. Most men won't. Mm-hmm. Most men don't talk about the insecurities with nobody. Or disappointments? Nobody. Disappointments is according on where your relationship is at and, and the conversation is according on your relationship with your wife. So if if your relationship with your wife is certain a certain way, then my whole thing is I can have a conversation with you 
And I can say, babe, I was just not happy when this happened. Yeah. And then we can have a conversation about it. I can say, babe, when such and such happened or when such and such did whatever, we can have a conversation and it we can talk about it in depth. But a lot of times it's, you know, when you don't know, when you're not in a good place, it's more of you were supposed to do whatever. And I'm trying, but you you're not doing it. Right. That's how that conversation goes. Right. You you said you was gonna protect take care of me. You said you were gonna provide for me financially, but you're not doing it. Yeah. You know, you it's recording on what that relationship had, especially if the relationship before all this stuff happened mm-hmm. was happening, that the man was struggling then trying to provide. Or he was struggling then trying to, you know, be the father to his kid. Or right. he was struggling then, and now this happens, it's a big stressor. So now you're in a place to where, you know, and then especially if you got a wife, a spouse, popping off. Right. Who's unsupportive. Joker, you. <laughs> then that makes the whole situation Joker, you never bring crazy. home no money. <laughs> Joker, your check ain't never over 300 So, I mean, what you saying? <laughs> you act like you big. Yeah, you got. Yeah, yeah. It's something on my out there like that. It's something on my out there like that. But you know what? When you read the first part of this um, about the cruel double whammy of a setback in life, um, it's not just the setback itself but also the effect that it has on the marriage or the partnership. If I can be transparent with you, you know, with something that happened with you. Yeah. Think about that that point when in your life when, and this is just us sharing, y'all, from 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 a personal aspect, that at uh, that time in your life when I think the job was always, already kind of like funky and then, um, you know, other parts of other areas of your life were kind of stagnant, I think, at that point a little bit. But... You know, when you got the call as far as as your financial aid stuff or whatever, you know, that coming to in well, they I think they gave you like a pre-warning that you were about to run out um, and of of financial aid uh, that max or aggregate limit. Y'all, that's a big old fancy word that we had never heard before. Um, But we quickly learned what it was. And when it when you actually did run out of money, which was sooner than they said for you, that. That puts you in a very different place for us. Yeah, it puts you in a different place, but then it it kind of it came over into the relationship with me and you, because you were in a space of frustration, um, hurt. Yeah, um, because you you going to school and stuff like that. That was your place of kind of release. You were able to to learn your craft, and you were able to be around other people. You know that was in there for psychology as well. You yeah. were and you would come home and and that's the part of you that would like light up because you'd yeah. be able to share all these you know uh, different um, you know um, what do you call them uh, theories? Yeah, that's it. That's it. Thank you. See, uh, you were able to share all those things with me that you know you come home from class and you'd be like, baby, you know I always you know I saw this but I didn't know what it was called. Now I have the you know the right name for it. You know yeah. the the name that you know and, and read what it says right here about. You know why a person reacts and acts this way and they have these tendencies and this and whatever. And so you were teaching me as you were learning. And like I said, th- at that point, that part of you that lit you up. Yeah. So I was excited about it for you. And then when you got the call and you shared it, I was like, oh, okay, but that's still not happening, you know, right now. And then it was like maybe a month or so later. It wasn't even a month. Right. It, it was it, like, it was like, okay, you've run out of money. I was, I, I went to class on, uh, I think I I used to go to class once or twice a week or something like that. Yeah, I think it was maybe once or twice a week. Yeah, so, and I think after my last class, they called me like that Friday. Let's say my class was on Thursday. They called me that Friday and they said, hey, 
um, you got a month, and then we're gonna have to, you know, figure out something. Figure out else. something yeah. And then they called me that Monday and told me not to come back to class. Yeah, because you so reached it was your, like yeah, because yeah. I reached my. I was like, what? Who? What is an aggregate limit? What is that? What does that mean? <laughs> and that's a fancy way to say they don't ran out of money for me. Right. Fine. You have used your max financial aid amount. Uh, for because he had gone to another school before that school. That was an online and so school. Yeah. right, and so basically, all this financial aid you have reached that max point lifetime, you know, um, amount. Yeah. And so for you, that was a devastating blow for you yeah. because, like I said, you that was something that was that was your lane. You know, that, that was, was your yeah. joint. That was my. And, that was my. Right, was and my, it still is. It's, and you, it's my yeah. purpose. And, yeah. And, and, it was beautiful because when I went to class, I, I can't remember how many people was doing psychology, but. It was between me. It was, I remember it was between me, um, a Caucasian lady, and an Asian guy, and we, between me, him, and her, we switched with the highest GPA. Yeah. In the class, in and the, you in the were school. you were extremely proud. Yeah, of that. and, and they, because they used to put our you. name up on like when you walked in the door, they used to show the name of the top five people, mm-hmm. and. All three of us, our names were changed. That fluctuated. Yeah. So yeah. when I walked in and my name was number one, I was like, yeah, yeah. Then I walk in the next day, like a week later or whatever, it'll be like number three. I'm like, God, oh, what happened? But even with that, babe, for us, it caused somewhat of a of a a strain because you were in, it put you in a strange place. And I had never seen that before. And you, yeah. I remember I had never seen that. And for me, it was like, in my mind, I was going, okay, Lord, so this is a, is a, is a setback. However, you know, this is not, you know, this doesn't define him because he's still going, you know, he's still going to make it. He's still, we're going to figure out a way that he can get through this. We're going to figure out a way because I don't want him to stay in this funk that he's in. But that kind of, that almost kind of took you out because then you started acting kind of crazy with me. Yeah, and I was I like. I shut down. Yeah, I was time. like, if that don't take know. you out, I'm going to take you out. I <laughs> talking about pouring that water, you know, a whole lot of salt, salt water, seawater. Anyway, yeah, but it, you know, <laughs> but for point, me, go ahead, go ahead, yeah, go ahead. But at at that point, it was that was a hard time for me because I I didn't really know what my purpose was. Yeah, kind of had an idea. Yeah, but it's it's one thing to try different things and say, okay, I'm good at this, but it still don't fulfill that. Right. That inner. Mm-hmm. But that fulfilled that inner. I know. And when I began to do that, I was like, okay, this was what it was. And then it kind of connected and made sense throughout my life. Even when I was in high school, mm-hmm. I was cool with everybody. And I, you know, when you in school, you got folk who arrogant and think they this, but they really not. And then they only got a certain amount of people that like them. And then you got other folk who just don't like nobody. You got folk that don't talk to nobody. And then you got the folk the, the the people that them jokes get along with anybody. Yeah. They, they cool with everybody. It's cool. You know, that was me. Yeah. So I just thought I was the dude that was cool with everybody. And people would ask questions and people would do certain things. But yeah. now I I really realized I'm like, when people ask me questions, they really value my answers. They really mm-hmm. value, you know, what I was saying. And that came from when I was a kid. Yeah. So it's like now I had to really take responsibility of this purpose that God gave me and do my due diligence and like really learn. Yeah. You know, equip myself. Yeah. Get in the right things, do all that stuff. So yeah, man. And, and counseling. Yeah. I, we wasn't looking at doing counseling then. We didn't even talk about it. Yeah. But 
you know, at me, that time, I think if if we knew what we if we knew now, then I would think it would be it would be something that we would have did, but we didn't. Yeah, and I think for me, what what I learned at most about most of the, most in that time frame while that was going on with you was like, okay, Deidre, you don't know how you would respond to this, so now you have to try to think about and try to understand how he's feeling right now and why it was such a devastating blow for him. Right. You know? Right. And so at that point I was like, okay, so let me let me back up. Let me first and foremost, I think I'd be just beginning to try to encourage you more and let you know that we'll figure out a way to, you know, get through this, to make this right. We'll figure out a way to do what we need to do to make sure that you can finish your classes. Um, just to encourage you and support you as my husband and and also just as a man. You know what I'm saying? To yeah. like let you know that this is this does not define you. Um, but that you're going to be okay. Yeah. You know, because I don't, of course, you know, I never want you to be in a place, in a funk. Yeah. I never want you to be in that place. But I still wanted you to understand that I was there and that I supported you. Um, and that this, you know, this, this situation, this was going to pass and you were going to be able to look back at it and say, that was a part of my process. Right. You know, if that makes sense. Right. So, yeah. So, um, what number was that, babe? That was number Number seven. seven. So yeah. you've gone through something devastating that is changing the way you connect with, with each other. That's one another one of the reasons why you just need to, what it says, you need to go make sure you go talk to a counselor. Yeah. You need to go see a counselor because when you're dealing with that, that can make you, uh, it, can make, it can put all type of feelings inside you, you know, making you think like, do I really want to be, you know, do I still, can I deal with this person through this? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, can I deal with this person through this issue or had I been a selfish person at that point, I would have been like, get your life. Like, it's just something that happens in life. In a long time. Get yeah, your get your life. I'm bringing it back. I'm bringing the old school back. Um, You know, like, man up. Get your life. Yeah, you can't say that to me. I know. And I learned that a long time ago Ladies, from you. do not say that to your yeah, man. Yeah, because then, then you... Then, you cannot say those words well, to your right, man. Right, because then you're definitely going to need to be on somebody's couch. Because when you tell him to man up, he's going to look at you like you crazy. Who and you think talking you, to? Right. Think you challenging his manhood. And then y'all going to have to go sit on somebody's couch. Because then he's going to be like, I don't even know that I really want to be with you. That I really feel, still feel like I want to want to say, you know... I do all over again. Nah, you know what I'm saying? No, nah, it, it won't be that deep. It, it for it some is, people it is that deep because their relationship well, is at that point. Yeah. yeah, some people it is that deep, right? So you you want to you always want to go have or options, or man. right have options and because I want to make sure Johnny for the rest of our lives that I know every day ain't gonna be peachy and peaches and strawberries and cherries with Cool Whip on top. But I always want to make sure that I'm able to or that I convey to you with in my words and my thoughts and my actions that I'll say I do to you over and over again forever. Mm. I'm trying to get a new dress or something. You you giggling? You yeah. more no, you don't chuckling. Be you chuckling? Yeah, men chuckling. Well well, since Women I'm talking, giggling. you know, since I'm saying I wanna say I do to you forever, mm. you know. I wanna tell y'all about a lady. Her name is uh Venus Mac Hall, baby. You mm -hmm. with me? Mm -hmm. Okay, and so Miss Venus is actually the owner of a praying wife group as well as I do marriage consulting group. Mm -hmm. And that uh praying wife group within that, that's a group that she has on Facebook. And um the sole purpose of the group is 
to create a space. She wanted to create a space where wives can talk and communicate with other wives with no judgment. Um, so it's a, a a group where they encourage, she encourages wives, they encourage each other. Um, not a bashing group or anything like that. Not telling you how to bash a man. It's Christian based. Yeah. So she wants to encourage women. Uh, she hosts uh, brunch, women, wives brunches, wives retreats, and not only wives, but women who are engaged to be married. She just wants to, you know, empower them. Um, like I said, it's Christian based as well. So that's always a plus. Yeah. Because you don't want to just be joining groups. Well, for, I'm, and for I'm the, sure, I'm sure Christians are definitely all people are welcome. Right, right, right. It's, it's but I'm place, saying that, that's equipped. where, right. Yeah. But yeah, it's, it's an equipping place. And her I Do Marriage Consulting Group, which is um, an actual business that she offers marriage, um, officiant, wife coaching, um, wife-to-be coaching, all those things that help empower us as women, you know, and yeah. that especially in that role of walking as being a wife to your husband. She, you know, wants to encourage women because she know, knew and still know that it's a it's a day to day thing with being a wife. All right, well, and cool. so yeah. So, so where, she, where 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 can they find her? Um, her contact information is her email is a praying wife group at gmail dot com. Um, on Facebook it's a praying wife. On Instagram it's a praying wife group. Okay, so that's how you can contact her. Um, just a great a dynamic woman uh, who has a heart for God and a heart for helping wives. So, um, just so, know that I'm saying I do to you forever. Yeah, you ain't got no choice. Right? Anyway. You say um, I don't have a choice? I do have a choice. You do. And you choose me every and time. And I choose you every time, baby. So, I wanted to add a couple of more things to the um, to number seven. So, what do you want to Number add? seven was you have gone through something devastating mm-hmm. that had changed. That is changing the way you connect with your. With each with other. With each other. Uh-huh. So, devastating things they they never they never said i don't think um it says the long-term unemployment a health crisis or turmoil so the stress and these are different things they didn't say anything also would fall up under this is um adultery if you're not cheating on somebody Mm -hmm. um they said death in the family so someone who loses a child especially if you're married together and you lose a child together that can really that can really put a a a strain a wall yeah. yeah that'll pull a brick yeah. wall up so quick because that's that's something that you that happens with you together right but then you still have to individually grieve in the way and you deal grieve. with it yeah yeah so yeah that's that's almost like something that you don't think that's supposed to happen right so we we've we i mean we've had some front seats to some devastating stuff we've actually had some front seats to um friends of friends of ours that have lost a spouse um and that's pretty big that have kids still yeah so even with that the relationship the counseling that has to go through that yeah um, it's it's a it's a lot y'all so well well you know and let me just share this quick piece because um and you know my own sister has had a loss yeah um and so she the one thing that um she did that helped her and i don't think she'll mind sharing me sharing this, but she actually joined a group, a support group yeah, and shared how much, you know, it helped her with that because, you know, I, the one thing that I'll never know, you know, what it is. And I say to this day, you know, that's one of the things that I, I, when they say count your blessings, name them one by one, because we were young and we just had babies, you know, we didn't have a problem having kids. You know what I'm saying? 
and I'm not even sure how she came across the group, but she would share with me um, the different triumphs and the different, you know, also the, the you know, just the, just the challenges that some of the women had um, with, with having children and just being able to get around other women to help support one another and just be there to understand because they all went through the same thing. So I think that really helped her yeah. um, during that time. And she, of course, would share with me the, the, you know, excitement when one of the women would, you know, would get pregnant and would, were able to carry that baby. And so that, like I said, that's one thing that we never had to deal with because we were very fruitful and, you yeah. know, we never had that happen. But, but, you know, in hindsight, when I, when I meet women or talk to women who are, who was having that challenge of either have, has lost a child or not being able to have one, it just makes me appreciate the fact that you know, thank you for my children, God. Thank yeah. you that I was able to have them. And I count that as an honor because everybody, I count that as a blessing because everybody, it's not that easy yeah. for everybody. Yeah. But that too, like you said, can be something in the marriage that strains it and, and stretches it Absolutely. because they don't, you don't know how to deal with it. Even, mm -hmm. even be stuff before mm -hmm. you got married. Yeah. Even the things that your parents went through mm -hmm. or didn't go through, mm -hmm. even the things that your your daddy wasn't there, your mm -hmm. mama wasn't there, mm -hmm. um, neither one of them was there, and you grew up in a false home. That stuff is still things that can carry on over into a marriage, right? And you can you can try to have a relationship with your spouse through that place, right? Because you don't completely understand it, so you have to. It's 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 real important that you have to get that stuff worked out. Mm -hmm. You have to talk it through. You have to understand and deal with it. You have to get closure. You have to get <clears throat> healing from that stuff. Right. You have to get it right. in order to be in a good place to be a good husband, mm -hmm. or to be a good wife, mm -hmm. or be the be the best that you can be. That's giving yourself. That's that's when I say stuff like, "Did you really try?" Mm -hmm. You know, it's people that be together for years. Mm -hmm. And then after 10, 15, 20 years, they call it quits. And they yeah. say, hey, we did the best we could. And, you know, it just didn't work out. Right. And my, my, our question is always, did you really do the best you could? Uh -huh. Now, and that's a question that some people can answer. Right. But in our experience, most people can't answer that. Mm -hmm. They see it the way they see it. Yeah. They feel like they don't waste too much time. And then they need to go find some happiness somewhere. Yeah. But baby, if you not if you find happiness within yourself. Yeah. The only person that can make you happy is you. Yeah. And if you can't make yourself happy, it's nobody else's responsibility to do that for you. Yeah. And that's the that's the truth. So until you find happiness in your life, until you deal with certain things in your life, until mm -hmm. you do that stuff and you can still do that in a marriage yeah you just have to be real yeah transparent go get help yeah Excuse talk me. it out handle business get help just talk about it so all these things come up through the question should you go to couple counseling right it could go that deep and at the end of number seven, it says, you might not think of going to couples counseling in the wake of something so big happening. After all, you have enough to worry about as it is with, with as you said, just day to day living, day to day yeah. stuff, you know, working and, you know, uh, being married, raising children, bills and just everything that consumes you already. But keeping 
but keeping your bond strong in your relationship can only serve to unite you and give you additional strength to weather the storm that's come. And not only to weather the storm that comes or that's there at that moment, but any that will come in the future. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It'll give you tools um, to be able to communicate with each other and know that when you're going through something that are, that you all, you both can be united or you gravitate toward each other for strength versus retreating away from yeah. each other and trying to kind of deal with it on your own and she'll never not being there it. for you. Yeah. Or he'll never understand. Yeah. And certain things. So yeah, yeah, that's that's definitely that's definitely um yeah. That's definitely a good a point. good reason. Yeah, and a good reason why you should go and lay on somebody's couch. And I I, I I I will say and I continue to say, I always say this, the reason we handle conflict so well it's because we approach it together. Right. Regardless of what it yeah. is. Yeah. We make it our business that we go sit down. This going to be a hard conversation, yeah. Joker. Yeah. And we about to sit down and we about to deal with this. Okay. And so when you just said that, I thought about something like even something as simple as um, when I forgot to pay the light bill. Yeah. I for, you know, I forgot to make the arrangement or whatever needed to happen at that moment. And it was cut off and I came home and it was off. And you hadn't come home yet. And I was devastated because I felt like a child who had not cleaned her room mm -hmm. or had not, you know, taken the chicken out of the freezer that morning like mama told me to. And now she about to be home and it's still frozen. I literally felt like I was a child and you were the parent and you was going to come home and give me the straight business. And so I was nervous, you know. And so but you came home and I, you were coming, you came in the door and I was looking, looking at you crazy. But I, I would say to you, I would be like, babe, um, listen, um, I, I, it, it completely slipped past me and I didn't make the arrangement or I forgot to call him and I forgot or whatever. And I came home and it was off and you'd be like, babe, okay, so what do we need to do? And I'll be like, okay, so we need to, you know, blase, 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 whatever we needed to do. Mm. Um, make, You know, I've already made the arrangement or we have to have so-and-so and such and such to get it back on. And I'll be like, well, I can go borrow it. And you'll be like, no, we'll be fine until in the morning. Tomorrow, we're going to get some, you know, we're going to order some pizza. And we're going to sit in here and watch this, this movie on this laptop because it's fully charged. And we're going to have a good night. And we'd be like, you used to get them candles together yeah. and we camp out in the living room with us and all the kids and eat our pizza or chicken or whatever it is we got. And we made the best of a of a kind of bad situation, you know, that and it was completely my fault. But but your response wasn't you so dumb. You you can't remember to do nothing or you can't you know, you just how could you how could you let that happen? That was never your posture for me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so you took care of that because that. For some couples, that could cause a trip to divorce court. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. that could be crazy. Well, I, I But mean, it wasn't. I just, I it just, wasn't. Listen, I, it took me a long time to kind of figure out. And I think I probably spent a couple of days with the kids by myself by that time. So it was nothing for me to do it um, after that. But I know it was a period of time in our marriage that I just worked. And you stayed home with the care. Mm -hmm. So it it was a time that I had to keep them and it was a task. Yeah. So yeah, it changed my perspective of what you did on a yeah. daily basis. Yeah. So I came home and you said that and I was like, all right, well, it's finna be a camp out. We finna 
Everybody get your nothing, showers. Listen, <laughs> I got nothing to say. I done stayed home with these chicks. So, yeah, I've been running, you know, and you do it on a daily basis. So I get it. We all human. But at that time, I, I was in the beginning stages of embracing who I was for my family. Yeah. I was embracing that I was a leader. I was embracing that I was an influencer. I was embracing that the whole temperature of this situation will be whatever I said it to be. Yeah, that's good. So I needed to make sure I made a decision that kept my family calm. Yeah, yeah. And that's what I did. Yeah. And it wasn't going to kill us. Yeah. It wasn't going to kill us. We could have waited till the morning. We not. We wasn't going to bar. And I mean, it was, it was what it was. Yeah. But that's what had to happen. And that goes into our next our next point. Um, these next three points are, are very good points. All these points are great. Yeah. But this next very point is um, number eight point is you feel stuck in bad patterns. Now, this is something <sighs> if you're under the sound of my voice, we you my Lord. are in patterns. a part of your life that you're in a pattern that yep. you don't know how in the heck ham sandwich to get out yeah you know that it's a bad pattern you know that it's a bad habit you know it does not bring no success to you at all but you continue to do you continue to do it yep 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 we were in what we know about it babe financially parenting relationship wise husband and wife wise we was in patterns all over the place and it wasn't pat it wasn't a pattern that I mean, a pattern, you you pick up patterns from generations. It's stuff that you do just because your people did it. Yeah. It's patterns that you create yourself. Yeah. It's the thing that you just start doing without any, any development, cr- creativity, nothing. You just start doing something. Yeah. It works for the time being, and then you just continue to do it. Yeah. Um, it's just stuff. Patterns are just stuff. It's a it's a pattern that you do on a regular basis in some area of your life that, that needs you know to you change. you need to get better at. And for us, you know, and it, it could be something in depth, um, you know, like he said about financial stuff or, but it could also be um, um, because there can be a lot of them. There's no limit to the number of patterns that partners develop in day-to-day life from how it could be a simple eating pattern, sleeping habits. You know, sleeping patterns. That's what we deal with. Like now, we're 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 we still we're, with we're a getting new bed. To, we need a new right. bed. Right, but we're dealing with these with sleep patterns. We're dealing with these eating patterns. I bet trying to do better with eating. Um, about when we eat and sleep, and it says poor sleep is associated with marital problems. Shut the front and the back door. To how much they how much you spend time apart or with others, to who handles various household chores, to how you interact with, with with each other's families. Maybe a dysfunctional and unsatisfying pattern is as simple as one spouse always using the other as a sounding board about work complaints but never bothering to reciprocate without losing interest. Or maybe it's more deep-seated, like a long-standing division of household chores that feels unfair or infuriating. The longer a pattern sets in, however, the more energy and time it will take to change it. Let me say that again. When you consistently do something over and over again, whether you're doing it the right way or the wrong way, it becomes a pattern. It becomes a part of who you are and what you do. And the longer that a pattern sets in, 
the more energy and time it'll take to change it. And so the best time to start changing it is earlier rather than later. Long-standing division of household chores that feels unfair. This was a, this, y'all, this was a major part of me and my wife. Yeah. Major, major part. And we had to dig to the root. We had to get to the root of this in order to make this happen because I grew up in a household where my mama did, she did it all. And y'all, y'all heard the other podcast. She did the cooking, the cleaning, you know, even when she worked, she made sure stuff happened. And my dad came home and he just, he did what he did. He brought home the money. He took care of the house. He cut the grass. He did stuff. So it's like in my mind, there was a certain amount of chores that was designed for a man. Mm -hmm. And then it was a certain amount of chores that was designed for a wife. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking, okay, cool. This is what it's supposed to be. And then me and you got married. I called my mama. I said, Don't pause. You ain't got to tell them that all over and over again. You done said that about in three different different episodes. I need you to send Deidre the book because she ain't got the book, mama. Ain't no book, y'all. Y'all, we about to go lay on somebody's couch. Cause ain't, this, ain't no book, y'all. We ain't laying on nobody's We about couch. to have some conflict. It ain't nobody book, y'all. It's not a book. It's it's designed, created. Even with my mom, that's what she saw. So she took that pattern and she used it for her own pattern. And it worked. I never talked to my parents about how they felt about it. You know, as far as that went. But right. it worked. For them from what I can see. Yeah. So that that's a good conversation. Mom and Daddy, we probably gonna have that conversation coming up. They so don't want to have that conversation. They they do. They, 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 they do. Don't. They, don't. they do. Anyway, we had to create what worked for us. Yeah. And but we a had different to be, pattern. But this is the thing. We had to be honest. Yeah. About what we we had first. Right. And then we had to figure out what we wanted. Same thing with finances. We had to figure out what we had, what we were doing that was unhealthy at that that time, and how to put different things in place so we could create a different pattern for our life, for our chores, for our children, for our money. And so because we got those things, because at the end of the day, you can have these thoughts and these wants and these desires and these goals and these dreams in your mind. But if you don't put pen to paper and then put those actions and take them off of that paper and, and start walking it out, it's not going to happen. It's just not going to happen. And I know for me, and I think it may have been with you too, but for a long time, I always wanted our credit to be better. I always wanted us to be better at paying stuff. I always wanted us to be better. You know what I'm saying? That pattern of how we did things financially and stuff like that. I always desired for that to be better, for us to work at getting our credit better. I always wanted that stuff to be better for us. But at the end of the the day, until we... Right. I I wouldn't do it. So, yeah. I thought that, you know, some magical stick was going to happen and come and I could ding it and it would be... No. We had to go through the process. And this is the crazy thing. We taught the people... Fit, repair and fix Over. your credit. Yeah, pay some money and to get it would, fixed. They would tell us exactly what we wanted to hear. You pay this $250. Within three months, we'll have your credit where it need to be at. Cool. 
I know one person we paid that first time. This was many years ago. Ain't nothing moved off our credit yard, so they and pretty we much never talked to them again. Scammed to bam us. I think we talked to them a couple of times, but they never. We never talked to them again. But right. it wasn't until the process has to happen. Yeah. Let me tell yeah. you something. If we did not get our credit to where it needed to be now, to where we have it at now, if we didn't do the process that took it to get to where it at, where is at now, we wouldn't. We wouldn't have the the humility, right? We wouldn't have the understanding. Right. We wouldn't have the the feeling of caring. That was a, this was a nurturing time for it us. It really was. We had to nurture this thing and take care of it, and yeah. yeah. So now we treat it different. Yeah. Whereas in the beginning we didn't know we, what it was. Right. right. We didn't know the value of it. Right. But now that we know the value of it, we went through the process, and the process was long because we made it long. Yeah. Because we were trying to find a microwave way version. to do it right but when when we were connected with the people who in essence walked by us yeah. day to day and say okay now do this do this do this do this so that was creating a different pattern and i remembered on the days i will call you and i said okay babe i've done this i've done this i've done this yep. i've paid this i've opened this secured account i've done this this that and the other and you'll be like okay is there anything that you need me to do and i'll be like no i got it or, yeah, I need you to do this or do this. We worked at this as a team, yeah. as we do with everything else, yeah. until we got into this rotation of it. So now every month, I'm still continuously saying, babe, I did this, I did this, I did. I went on ahead and I paid this, and um, this is what's left over on it, and this is what we can do. You know, now we've kind of learned how this credit thing works. This is what I'm doing. Okay, you know, your scores have gone up. Okay, mine have. Oh, they dropped by a couple points, but okay, they're back. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So th we, we created a new pattern, and I honestly think that's because we, we and even in this area, we said, and I know I said to you, like, I, we want to be healthier in this area because we're putting forth the necessary steps to get healthy in every area. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It, it Day by day, because that's what it is. Yeah. That's how patterns develop. That's how pro you go through the processes, day by day by day. So we made a commitment to wanting to do that and to do it together and to see better days and to see a better outcome because, you know, God couldn't trust us with, you know, all these millions and stuff, you know, that's going to come in. Yeah. And we sitting here being reckless with our finances. And this, and here's the thing. We we got the necessary counseling that we needed in these areas. Yeah. We we needed to. Absolutely. We, we got the information. We got it. it. It's important to know why, you know, certain things happen. It's important to know the the rhythm of how we do stuff as a team, as husband and wife. So, yeah. And the truth is, we didn't know it because you get married. Don't magically make you know everything that's supposed to go with this thing. Yeah, it's basic stuff that you're supposed to know, and then it's stuff that you're going to create and develop just because it's you and that person. Yeah, because it's just only you and that person in this world. So it's like it's nobody else like y'all. Yeah. So you got to kind of create for y'all what works for y'all, but both of y'all got to be cool with right. So yeah. it has to be a conversation. It has to be listening. It has to be sometimes somebody else giving advice. Sometimes mm -hmm. it has to be somebody giving you something that you might say, man, that sounds crazy. You want us to do what? Mm -hmm. Psst, I don't know. Yeah. We've been told certain things to do and we've tried it. And some sometimes it was kicking and fighting. We tried it. We was like, I was like, eh. hmm. 
I think we good though. Mm-hmm. Well, let's try it like this. And mm-hmm. then what wound up happening is after three months and no results, then we like, okay, let's try exactly what they told us to do. Yeah. And then we try it and then it worked. But it's because it's not familiar or it's not comfortable or it's because we ain't never did it before. We didn't want to really try it because, you know, what we doing, I mean, we ain't that bad with this. So we probably good. But it wasn't until we tried, like, what we got to lose. Yeah. The process, yeah. the process has to happen. And through the process, a lot of stuff is involved in that process. So whatever you do, whatever the goal is, you dream. Just like you said, you can dream and create and vision and have all that stuff. And that's at the destination. But it's always a blueprint and a pattern to get there. So you can't get to Miami going down 16 East. You probably probably can, (laughs) but East. No, I don't think no. 16 16 can't get you nowhere near. Because you can go some back roads. But you can go some back roads to get there. But why would you do that if you just get on 95 South and go? Well, yeah. The process and the, the 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 process and the information that you have, you probably can get there by going 16 east, west, whatever the case is, and then going where well, you can get there if you go 16, baby, well, six seven. Baby. I'm sorry, okay, yeah, yeah, because it's, it's it's from Atlanta. You can't go. Hello, yeah, hello. Come okay, on, let's go. Anyway, let's finish. Anyway, so but what I'm saying is the process to get there, right. Is this way. And so just take your time. And sometimes go we like to go a different way because we think we know or we've heard this way might work better. Right. And then we try it. And then we still find ourselves miles away, days away, hours away from the destination. Hence, that's another reason you might need to go and get on somebody's couch. I'm just saying. Okay. Patterns is definitely. Behaviors is definitely. Is, is the reason why. And these last two are as well. And I just want you to know, do you want me to go with number nine? Great, I'll do it. Emotional intimacy is gone or deeply diminished. Mm. It is almost uh, a cliche for two partners to feel like the spark is gone after spending a decade or more together and that they are more roommates than soulmates. Sometimes this is just because the grind of daily life has begun to eclipse the ability to connect. And it's simply a matter of reprioritizing. Other times it can be more insidious and represent two partners who have quietly been growing apart. Have been changing in incompatible ways for a long period. Mm. Or have even learned to get their needs met elsewhere. And I think you brought that in earlier. You know, it might not be the physical going to be with somebody, but it it can also be you emotionally sharing with your so-called best friend of the opposite sex or, you know, or just somebody that you realize that, ooh, they, they, we got for me, it's similar. Yeah. And you be looking for your undies. So again, emotional intimacy is gone or deeply diminished. Yeah, and that's where you find that, you know, people say, oh, we just grew apart. It's gone. You, let me you, say you something. Can connect. I say something on that? You you didn't connect with if each you, other. If you grow apart, that is 
that is intentional. You intentionally didn't. If you intentionally grow apart with talk. your spouse, that's intentional. I I cannot not be friends with somebody. I cannot not be friends with my wife that I live with unless I intentionally do that. If we don't talk, if we do things separate, if we don't nur nurture and nourish the and relationship. the relationship, if yeah. we don't do that stuff, yeah, it's not gonna happen. Yeah, it's just not gonna to happen. Intentional about it, about doing it, because yeah. they what they happened was they created that pattern of not communicating, or of not talking, or it was a pattern that they brought into the marriage, right, right, and then they just kind of settled, right. They just kind of settled and went in that behavior and that pattern, and either one wanted to do it and the other one didn't, or a lot of stuff that I hear, you know, men say that I, I need my privacy, I need my time, I need my this, I need my dad, and we talked about this before. You know, it's it's couples out there that go on whole whole week vacations without each other because they claim they need the break from each other. <laughs> right. I have. I still don't understand. Well, and maybe you never will, but that ain't something that that's like me saying me in my house, so we're not doing it. That's like me saying that I'm gonna take my whole lung out and just chill with it. I'm gonna, so I need to leave it right with here these, with these examples. I'm gonna take my lung out and leave it right here because I'm tired of walking around with it and it's getting on my nerve and it don't work all the way right all the time. So I'm gonna leave it right here and I'm gonna just or go, go on. Or you rip. Or you rip. Yeah. That's that's, that's even just crazy. better example. You take your rib out, me. That's just that's just crazy to me, man. I get, and I'm a man, so I get with you know you need the moments, you need you know you need the time. You need I get that. I get that in my marriage. Sometimes I get and sit out, sit in the house, and I have one thing that I'm doing, regardless of what it is. I get that time. My wife give me that. I do not see myself going to Brazil without my wife. I don't see myself going to Jacksonville for whatever period of time without my wife. I mean, it has to be a completely different thing, but the emotional intimacy begins there. This is why we call this pillow talk. Pillow talk is a, what you call it? What would you call pillow talk? Just that. We talking. That's not what I'm looking for. On the I'm, pillows. I need you to tap into my mind and understand what I'm saying. Listen. That's why we call that's why we use pillow talk because pillow talk back in the day was a time to where couples it's lay down now. on the bed and they talked about their day with their spouse. They talked about how they might have been disrespected or they might have been this or how great of a day they had or you know, I really missed you. Whatever the case is, it was intimate conversation That's with your spouse. Is. That's what it was. That's why we call this pillow talk. Because this is what we're doing. This is intimate conversation, real conversation with my spouse. About different things and, and we're being real. And we being And honest. Real. Yeah. And transparent. So, so that's that what that happen. is. Emotionally. Emotional intimacy. Intimacy. You grow apart. That's intentional. And if you feel yourself growing apart and all the list of stuff we gave you, if you feel this, if you feel a connection fading, if you feel all this stuff happening, you have to put something, you in, place. To put something right. in place something to help else fix in place. it. Right. Now, if you don't put nothing in place and you continue to grow apart, then that's what you wanted. Right. Basically. Hence, 
You ain't tried. You need to go and lay on somebody's couch. Because number 10, a lot of people go through this, but they'll never, they may never go and lay on somebody's couch or go and see a counselor about it. But this is a real thing that's happening. You want me to read it? Sure, honey, because you seem pretty excited about it. I this. am, because guess what? You will always. I'm going to read it. I'm going to read it. No, I'm going to read it. Physical intimacy is a problem. Sexual issues can be both a symptom and a cause of relationship problems, which means it is often at the forefront of a couple's day-to-day complaints. Sometimes the change is obvious and frustrating. A a couple, couple goes from frequent physical intimacy to almost none, and it is jarring. Other times, it's a gradual freeze from being fulfilled by each other sexually to barely being satisfied. Sometimes there is more overt conflict with one partner expressing frustration, a partner constantly being rejected, or sex being used as a bargaining tool. Mm. Whatever the issue, a skilled counselor can help you start working on it. What you got? (laughs) What I got? What you got, babe? Listen, because this, 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 as this a man, is, this is a real. So uh, we going walking down to divorce court. Let me tell you something. It's it's a it. Where I'm at now in life, when it comes to sex, is completely different from where I was before. Mm-hmm. Most men, you know, fine body, fine this, fine that, little smell good. We doing whatever. And and I and I get that part because I was that was me at one time and that as a percentage of that still in me mm-hmm. because my body reacts to certain things don't mean my mind is there but my body still reacts to certain things mm-hmm. but now the intimate I need the the emotional intimacy part to happen it's almost like my lord I need that part to happen I'm glad you need that to happen I don't, sir like the physical because I've always needed that the to happen. physical can happen yeah and I can get minimum pleasure out of that mm-hmm. that's what I call that minimum pleasure mm-hmm. out of that mm-hmm. but when you have an emotional intimacy closeness and then it follows up with a mm-hmm. who Jesus <laughs> I'm giggling over here oh god know. it's <laughs> Y'all ain't y'all just don't understand. <laughs> Let me tell you something. It's one thing to have. Uh, the big O with your body. <laughs> so glad you're keeping it clean. But when you have the big O with your mind, body, and soul, mm-hmm. that just mm-hmm. takes you to a whole nother place. A, yeah. I've actually got healing in my body. Oh, Jesus. Oh, my Lord. I'm excited about it. When all of it is connected, Jesus. Oh, my God. I'm excited about it. I've gotten healing. My knee started feeling better. My foot. My back. My back was hurting. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to shut up. Because there's a release that comes. My God. And it leads to healing for your mind, your body, and your soul. I don't see being married and not being physically intimate with your spouse. I'm going to say this. You can have sex, physical sex with people, Mm -hmm. and it'd be nice. Mm -hmm. It'd be the fantasy. It'd be intense. It'd be all that. But until you've had that one, and the people, 
everybody on the side of my voice that that's had this understands. Mm-hmm. You can't get that with everybody. Yeah. You can't jump yeah. to six, seven, eight different people. Yeah. If you got to have four people to satisfy you physically, that means it ain't you. Ain't, it ain't there. Yeah. You ain't with the right one. But when you have that full, that full connection, mind, body, and soul, when it's all on the same wavelength, when it all climaxes and everything beat, at the same, yeah, that's just something. Same different. rhythm. Yeah. It's different. There's a rhythm as well. It's a difference. Yeah. It's a difference. Now I'm not saying in the beginning that that happened every time. I'm not even right. saying that that happened every time now, but it's still better it's still better yeah it's still a different place yeah it's just still different a great different yeah but if the if the emotional intimacy begins to fade then you can almost best believe that the physical intimacy is gonna go yeah absolutely it's gonna go away and you're gonna be all right with having sex twice a year I don't know. Oh God! Who these people is? Yeah, I don't know. Mm 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 mm. If you understand my voice and having to say um twice a year, you you need to go through. You need to find somebody today. 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 Go on and look through your phone right now. Google. Google right now. We want you to get a skilled counselor, therapist. You know, I'm telling you, because this is a. Uh, but the crazy thing. We joke a little bit in this, but yeah. y'all, these but are the serious. Yeah. This is like yeah. serious. And these things can mess up. This is part of the stuff that people sometimes allow to confirm that they're not supposed to be together. Yeah. The people who say, yeah, we tried everything, but it just didn't work. The people who say we just grew apart. Yeah. All these things are part of it. The intimacy. I just, I mean, we have sex, but we just, I just don't enjoy it with them. Hmm. It's happening for real. Yeah. It's happening for real. Work got to be put in, man. It, yeah. it had to be put in. Yeah. So I'm telling you, I'm telling you, we ask the question again, should should we yeah. be seeking out a counselor? Should couples get counseling? Yeah. So we're going to stop right there. That is the 10... I'll ten. What you call it? The list of um. The list of ten things ten that things. I then ten keys pointers factors that could that lead you to know. Red flag. Yeah, red flag. That. But that what that, that that needs to end that indicates to you that indicates just like when the, the warning light comes on in your car. See, I, I was connected with you right I there. I saw that. Yeah, that indicates that there's need for help because yeah. your engine light is on and you your go. car you is calls. still running and, and ain't nothing happening. Don't mean that something ain't happening. Yeah. Yeah. Cause your lights are on in your car and you don't never go and get it looked at. Don't mean because you Google happening. it and they said it could be these nine thousand different things, but nothing major does not mean to keep something. driving with it. With don't them, mean all them something on. ain't wrong. Yeah. Sometimes to prevent your engine from being ruined, 
when the engine light comes on, you need to go get it checked out. Yeah. Sometimes to keep your relationship, your marriage from being ruined, destroyed, when you feel something, when something is not right, when a shift can come change, if you can't have the conversation with your spouse, then you need to go get something looked at. Yeah. That's all we saying, y'all. It, it's 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 it is a effort. It is an intention. We it, put that's what I was gonna say. It's an intentional thing to make this work. Yeah, yeah. And the more we put in intentionally, do this, the easier it gets. The more it becomes our life, and then it's easier to make decisions. It's easier to to do things. It's easier to go different places. It's it's just easier. Yeah. Life. Period. Yeah. Or a good work, foundation. I work a lot of hours. I work a lot. I'm going to just say that I work a lot doing a good bit of stuff. But this is the thing. When it's time for my piece, I remember back in the day when my it, it was them old folk, man. They used to say, hey, I deal with all this stuff out here because I got a place of peace I can go at. Yeah, cuz when come I get home, home to all this fineness right here. Every you day. You can't happen. You can, you just can't stand the not you can't there is no reason why you don't have peace. You're a peaceful man. And you contribute that to the all this fineness right here. I do. You do. I do. You got a lot to do. With I that. do forever, baby. You got a lot to do with that. And Amen. that's that's the thing. I know. I'm just, a lot of a lot of people I know it's Jesus first. Always. And then come me. Amen. But a lot of people, I remember people, y'all, y'all, y'all remember that saying. But when I go home, that's my peace. That's my palace of peace. That's the place that I go at when everything get I can just breathe. I can just breathe. Yeah. I can just relax. It's no stress. And 2020, is that what it is right now? That's a question, y'all. Is that what it is? And if it's not, why isn't it? And there are things that you can do, like we said. Just just, just go, you know, take a minute to go down the list or talk to your spouse about what's working or, or what's not working. Yeah, everything. And if, yeah, and, and if you can't, if it overwhelms you and there's y'all can't figure it out and, you know, go search out, seek, ask somebody, ask, you know, it may be a friend, it may be you know, one of your church members. It may be a family member. Somebody may know. You know, like he's, Johnny said, you know, Google it. Yeah. If it's a Christian counselor you're looking for, there you have places that's listed up under that, whatever you need, and then you can see from that list, what you know, who can help you. Start to scout them and, and look at what they're offering and maybe call and have a, a free consultation until Listen, you see what works. Let me tell you something. It's, it's, there are people that we've recommend to counseling and not necessarily us, but we've recommend the counseling mm -hmm. and even during these times and they've had virtual counseling and they've trust. And you would think you go to counseling and you got to go for two, three years. Sometimes you make it your problem bigger than what it is. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you go to counseling and you might get three sessions and you back on track where you need to be at. Yeah. Don't mean you don't right need not to talk no more right. to a counselor. Right. But what if you knew what that one thing was? What if you knew yeah. that that one thing that you didn't have, this is what you need? That's what that does. Yeah. That's what a counselor does. They give you that perspective of not being right there in the relationship. That's it. Yeah. 
that's that's it yeah. they bring something or they take something out or they give you options suggestions Tools. that you did not have before yeah and you think you got to go to a counselor and they got to be for 40 years and we're gonna be going to counselor for the rest of our life no sometimes it don't take that but you got to be smart enough to know hey we ain't got this yeah and i want this and I but want this, we so ain't we, got this, and we gonna do whatever it is so we need to we do. We need to, to talk to somebody to help us a little bit, yeah, to the way. And we just, we just got one thing that, you know, just keeps us. Me telling you that you're gonna be with me forever, until death do us part. Okay, baby, it's time to go. <laughs> anyway, y'all, I want to just, sir. I just want to give, I just want to, um, give credit to um, psychological today. Psychology, Psychology today, today and Dr. Andrea Bonner. That's where we got this information from. Um, so didn't want to just be giving all this stuff out. Right. But some of the stuff that we gave out, the detailed stuff, it was it came from that. Um, and then the rest of it came from us, y'all, and our life. Yeah. We so, intentionally look for ways and different things and different tools that are credible yeah. to help us maintain and to help us navigate life and marriage and all that good stuff. So, so we hope this helped y'all. We really enjoyed sharing this with you because this is a this it's, is it a, helps us too. It's definitely a, a subject that that's not talked about a lot in marriage. Yeah, it's just not. Um, and I, I thank God that I have a, a peaceful palace to come home to. That I want to come home to. And everything in it. I don't, I don't have just a room. I have my entire house. Amen. That I can go through. And I love the people in my house. Amen. He talking about me y'all. Uh-huh. <laughs> it used to be people. <laughs> now it's just a person. <laughs> so. But that's where we at now. So y'all we hope this. Help. We really do. Um, Please just. Let us know. Yep. Let us know. Reach out to us on Facebook and on Instagram. Moments with the Mobleys. Email us. Go subscribe. Moments, moments with the Mobleys at gmail.com. We're on YouTube. Moments with the Mobleys. Twitters. Mobley Moments. All that good stuff. And go shop because we got merch. Oh, we do have merch. We y'all. got merch. Go to the website. Go check out the store. Moments with the Mobleys at gmail.com and click on the 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 menu and then you'll see the shop button. That's right. Go ahead and order you up some stuff. We got some more stuff coming, but go ahead and get started. We thank y'all. We thank y'all. Blessings this, upon your your marriages, your unions. This has been Pillow Talk Moments with the Mobleys. I am Johnny Mobley Jr. And I'm still his wife, Deidre. And we are something like an ordinary couple. We're an ordinary couple, y'all, with extraordinary purpose. Thank y'all so much. Peace out. Night-night. <laughs>